Hey, 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 everyone, it's Ashley here and... Matthew. Oh, sorry, who? <laughs> Matthew? Matthew. And who? Matthew. You know who you are? I do, I do. I, I don't know why. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. I think I, should, I think I started that differently than I usually do. Yeah. I was like, hey, it's me, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> Ali. And we're here from Pod with another episode for you and your weekly... Weekly fulfillment, I guess. You I think it's there everything. It should be if it's not already. I want to see people doing fan art. Oh, we need to put some pictures of our face then? Yeah, just like of our... Well, we posted a picture of the two of us on Instagram. Fan art. Imagine if that so, happens. So much, so much forehead in that photo. Are you just talking about me or you? No, together. The combined foreheadness of it all. That's all right, though. Big foreheads are sexy. I've said this already. And I own my truth. You should too. Yeah, I need to embrace my forehead more. Because it's only going to get worse from here. Yeah, I know. Anyway, another another week. Tell me about your weekend. Um, my weekend was all right. Um, I went to the cinema. So that might be the second, second time, time this year. What was the other one I saw? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and I didn't fall asleep, so that was great. What I went did you to see A Star is Born. Oh. I Have you like seen I'm it? Person, I'm the only person in the world that hasn't seen it yet. Well, I was expecting like an emotional roller coaster. Like I really wanted to see it and I really wanted to have a good old cry. And honestly, maybe I'm dead inside at the moment, but I did not get the emotional fulfillment that I wanted. I did not find it sad. I did not relate to the characters and it wasn't for me. Oh, that sucks. You're the only person I've ever heard say that. I know, my brother and his girlfriend went on the same day and, I, and then he posted a Facebook um, status saying like, oh, this emotional roller coaster," and he got really like, you know, soppy about it. And I was like, I don't understand what's wrong with me. But we all thought that, all four of us were sitting there, watched it and honestly didn't feel that much. Although one person had already seen it. But even then he was like, yeah, it was only okay. Oh, I'm glad I didn't go see it then. Was Gaga good though? Because Her voice is amazing and her singing performances are outstanding, but I found her quite wooden as an actress. Okay. And I felt like it was a little bit forced. See, she won the Emmy for her acting in the Hotel mm-hmm. American Horse Story. Yeah. I, she, played I mean, a, she played a very wooden character in that. She was played a, a vampire who was dead and didn't have much of a life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to a Halloween party on Saturday, didn't dress up, which was great because um, I don't like dressing up. Got a little bit too drunk and then played games yesterday, so that was nice. We played on Sable Unicorns, as you saw. I saw, yeah. Story. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. I think Unstable Unicorns was discovered at the wedding. From us, it was discovered at the wedding. And it spread quicker than an STD in a dark room. The amount of people who play that game now is just... And everyone loves it. They, they were saying that we were playing with this couple and they were like, um, Matt, are you trying to destroy our relationship? They're like, this game <laughs> easily break people up. <laughs> so easily. They were so vicious towards each other. You have to be, like... You have to protect your unicorns. But they just—they were focusing on one person. And so I won the first game because they just didn't even like pay attention to me. Oh, see, I don't like when people pick gang up on people. Sometimes it can be funny, but then sometimes it'd be like, all right, this is a game, not a fucking playground. You probably think that if it's against you, though, that's why. On the second one, they started saying against me because they're like, I know how to play the game and I won the first game. So then they just went for me. How was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was pretty uneventful. Yeah, I mean, I watched, I literally stayed in most of the weekend and watched films. I watched a really good film, which I know you want to see, and you're not, but I watched Coco, Pixar's Coco, which I put off for ages. Just, I don't know why I dismissed it. Just like, 
it just didn't seem to excite me that much. But I bought it for my nephews about four months ago and it's been sitting in my uh, Apple TV and I've never actually watched it. And last night I was so full after a massive roast dinner. I just wanted something easy watching. Popped it on and oh, it's so good. It's a really, and they, it's based around the Mexican um, tradition of which is actually happening this week, the 2nd of November is the day that this whole story focuses on. So if you're going to watch it, now's the perfect time. Maybe that'd be nice. Are you on no TV? No, I feel like I'm one of the only people that aren't. Well, anyway, that's pretty much all I did. I went for a nice walk yesterday. I went to the beach first. The mask walk was an oxymoron. No, no, no. It was nice. The sun was out. The extra hour, man. The extra hour gave me so much to do in my day. I was whew, everywhere. Um, I didn't use it. I, I, I accidentally left my alarm on for the weekend. Ooh. So it went off at like 8.30 in the morning on Sunday and I was not happy. Um, and then I went to the gym today. It's my first time in the gym in about a week and a half. Cause I've been I was going to say you haven't mentioned it for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been sick. I had the old gluten for the last... So Who poisoned you? I don't know, but if I ever find them, I'm going to kill them. It's been absolutely... I think it was myself this time, to be fair. I think I accidentally was being careless in the kitchen. Um, really? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I say that. I've, I live with my little brothers, brothers um, and they aren't they don't tidy up after themselves as well as I would. So as much as it is my fault, I do sort of blame them. So yeah, I was, do you know what? I thought that was going to be like the first time in the history of your life where you took accountability for something, but it turns out you didn't. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he's actually going to say he did something. No, he didn't. No, <laughs> no, no. no Lord no. actually couldn't possibly do something wrong. No, the hell's not <laughs> That's such a like <laughs> Oh my god. It's some it's not someone's fault. Well anyway, change the subject. <laughs> We're still sitting making I was sitting making the gravy. And this is again just backing up what you just said there. Um I was making the gravy for dinner. And my mum, like she's like she's got about back and she has trouble moving around and she was saying to me all day yesterday how sore she was. And she goes out into the back garden and all I, I'm in the, in the kitchen cleaning or not cleaning cooking the gravy and all I hear is Ashley Ashley and I think oh fuck what's she done she's fallen she's gone and fallen hasn't she and I run out and she goes look up at the geese and I'm like what <laughs> and there's geese flying in a v-shape she goes that's pretty cute though she's like geese don't do that anymore and I'm like mm, geese still do it mum you just don't go out and see it often enough that's so weird you've done modern times <laughs> <laughs> but then the gravy boiled over and I was like, for fuck's sake, mom, you spoiled everything. <laughs> that would be kind of her fault, though. It, it is her fault, because I was plating up and then she decides to call me outside. Anyway, it still tasted great, because, you know. Burnt onion gravy is nice. It wasn't burnt. I just I saved it in time. Obviously you did, because you're a saviour. Yes. Um, but that's it. Like, literally, my weekend was so quiet. Went to the gym today, like I said. Workout today was tough, though. I'm going to have to get a sports massage tomorrow. I hurt my leg. You have to. Yeah, That'll be no. good. Mickey, the guy who owns the gym, who we like, his wife does the sports massages. And she is amazing. But she I don't like that. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> she, um, she'll tear my leg apart. Like, just literally. One thing I need to do more, which I've now built, built into my daily routine, is stretch. I don't stretch half as much as I should, not as I used to. I just don't stretch at all. This, so this jibber-jabbering, shall we jump right in? Yes, sir. Let's go. Woo! 
already. Um, I can't remember who went first last week. I went first last week, so you can go first this week. Okay. So the topic that I want to talk about today, I think it's just quite, we've kind of spoken about it before, um, but it's coming up now because of what's happening in America and it's about uh, trans issues and trans rights. Mm-hmm. So have you heard anything about trans activists and sort of the movement of being like, when America or Trump is trying to take trans people out of existence? No, not Donald Trump. Surprisingly, yes. No, not the man who runs the free world. Yeah. So there was a memo that went out uh, that the New York Times had got, uh, and it was talking about the fact that they wanted to redefine what's... Uh, not redefine, actually. It's actually to, to define what the meaning of uh, sex is in terms of your gender and uh, what your sex is and things like that, right? Because there were some questions about what sex means. Because I, I said there's these two titles or these two um, federal laws that protect people from discrimination, including trans people. So there's Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which is a federal law that prohibits employees from discriminating, employers from discriminating against employees on the basis of sex, race, color, national origin, and religion. And then there's Title IX, which, um, and this one is why it really came up because it was pertaining to something that some of you were questioning about Title IX, which is of the Education Amendments Act. So this is about students, transgender and transsexual students, which is a federal law that states no person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal finance assistance. So that might be like medical assistance as well, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the problem was is well not the problem is, is it doesn't actually define what sex is and, uh, so they want to now define what sex is well the main reason is about like um, cases that are currently going on in, in the judicial system in, in America and cases are being won by individuals because it's open for interpretation what sex is so when Obama was under when Obama was the president um, they purposely loosened what the legal concept of gender is. Um, and they recognize gender, gender as largely um, as an individual choice and not determined by a science sex. Right. So students should be able to use bathrooms and lockers and facilities that match their, their gender identity rather than their assigned sex. That meant that um, barring students from these things amounts to discrimination. If you don't let them use, I don't know, a toilet or a locker room or any other facilities, you're discriminating against them. Mm-hmm. This is in school. And then under this, the one about seven, uh, the Title Seven is about um, discrimination at work. The Trump administration believed that um, they need to define what sex means because there are questions about it. And they believe that the Obama administration were too lenient and unfairly extends the protection, unfairly extend the protection against discrimination. Um, and said it was reckless behavior under Obama, which is crazy. So as I read that, I started feeling a little bit sick today, I must admit, because I was like, ridiculous. So what, the, what Trump wants to do, or the Trump administration, should I say, um, they want to revoke the guidance on transgender protection in schools. So um, as soon as Trump came into power, they took away the guidance that you should allow uh, students protection in school to use like, the, the, the uh, you know, like locker rooms and toilets and certain facilities. They took, away, they took away the protection. Yeah, the guidance. It was a guidance, it wasn't in law, but saying that they should be allowed to do this. 
Um, and that what they want to do, and this was like um, something that this is a documentation, a document that uh, the New York Times have found, which says that to define sex should be either male or female, unchangeable, and determined by genitals that a person is born with. And if there's mm-hmm. any disputes about that, that would be uh, clarified through genetic testing. Right. Okay. The opposite. So <laughs> before I was saying what you choose, however you choose to be identified, and they're saying, we're going to test you if we can't find out whether you are one or two genders, male or female. Yeah, so what Obama did was, you know, we'll let you identify as who you want to be. Mm-hmm. What Trump and his gang are saying is, we're going to tell you who you are. Yes. Well, well there we go. because they say that based on your birth certificate and the, you know, your genitalia, that that is who you are, we, one of two. And... I guess it's not really, I don't know, I'd probably say in this particular case for you and I, this is not so much an open conversation. I just wanted to bring it forward because, um, I, you know, as I was reading it, I felt a little bit sick because imagine being, why? Like, I'm like, why? Well, the thing that annoys me about things like this, it's the same old tale time after time. And I know there's people out there who will probably be rolling their eyes right now and they, they don't understand, like, and it's, they don't understand transgender as a as a thing. They don't get it. They can't get their head around it. That people are born in the body that they don't identify with. Mm-hmm. Some people out there won't get it. And as such, because they don't understand it, they'll keep away from it and not want to understand it. And that includes there's gay people out there who don't get it. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but people have issues with the fact that it's LGBT because they say that the T isn't part of the same community. And I want to talk about that in a moment, actually. Yeah, but I think if people go back 30 years, whenever it was people taking away or not giving gay people the rights that they wanted, and then going back 50, 60 years when it was black people not getting their rights, it's sort of like, why can't people see the trend in this? Like, why can't people look back in history and say, wait a minute, through pretty much every point in history, there's been some person, some group of people persecuted and treated differently than everyone else and it's not okay like i don't i don't get it it, it, it makes me so mad <laughs> i'm actually sad i don't know what emotion i'm going through right now it makes me so sad honestly i because i always relate things like that back to even if i don't understand i read to the back of the fact that as a gay black man mm-hmm. if i had to go through this mm-hmm. so on the front of a newspaper and news everywhere someone saying gay black men don't exist how, like, I can't even imagine how I would feel. Someone's yeah. trying to say that. I, how I feel isn't important. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say black because, you know, being black is evident. I can see it. But I'd say definitely gay. Like, think back years ago when people were like, no, being gay isn't a thing. It's a mental disorder. Being gay isn't a thing. It's a mm. fetish. Not even exist, like, it's just not there, but almost important or worthwhile. And not so much existence, say, but say that I don't deserve the same rights as everybody else. I don't deserve the rights to be happy, to be educated, to exist, to feel yeah. comfortable in this society. So maybe not exist and actually, because my skin is noticeably darker than yours, but Just saying because, that, that is, my rights no longer exist then. That's what that's because, saying. Because some people don't understand it. And that's what and it's, it's, and it's And it's crazy because it's got nothing to do with you. It doesn't affect them at all. 
it, it, like, it has no bearing on, on what happens to you. To say that you now want to choose, and I'm going to pull out there, you old white man are going to decide on what everybody else, you old white straight man are now going to decide how everyone must be. Yeah, majority all white men. And that's mental. In this case, in this particular case, yeah. not in all cases, should we say, I'm not saying that, in this particular case, which is, yeah. it's, I think it's disgusting. I, honestly, I think it's horrendous to want to treat people, to, to want to revoke their human rights. Regardless yeah. of who people choose, if you think it's a choice, or just want to, and it's not choose, but say that people want to be known as and identified as, it doesn't affect anyone's life, they just want to live their own life. We're not asking you to change who you identify as. You can, be your, you can be your old white old man and be you and do you. But when it boils down to what you're actually saying is, I'm going to take the rights away from somebody based on something I don't understand. There are one, ah. There's an estimated 1.4 million Americans who identify as trans as transgender. Uh, That's a ridiculous number of people that are affected by their thought process. People are now saying they must not even decides, but we're going to decide for you. And what's crazy is to me, right? So there's a bunch of what doesn't make the news, I guess, but also, you know, America, the, the most powerful, you know, United States of America, the most powerful country in the world, they make the headlines with this, but there are countries in South America whose laws, like um, Argentina was the first one that say that you, the law says you are free to choose how you want to be identified without having to modify your body, go through a medical process, you know, go through what your decision is, is your decision. If someone wants to be identified however they want to be, this should be promoted a lot more. Saying, you know, in Argentina, this has happened and been happening already. The world, the world hasn't fallen apart. The world has not fallen apart. Hopefully people can be left just to be who they want to be. Um, but what I think is really important is, and I guess maybe where it might be more up for debate, because maybe we've spoken about this before about, um, the trans community and some people in the LGB part of the LGBTQ and everything feel like we shouldn't be lumped together, right? We're not the same, but I don't think that's what's important about it. I think it's the fact that, especially in history, trans people have stood up for our rights as gays. And if you, I, I don't mind the term queer society. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, but some people don't appreciate using the word queer because of past connotations and the fact that it had a negative connotation. I don't, I don't like the word. Like I wouldn't, like I, I say it, like it, I don't, I can understand it's today different than what in my head I think it is, but I just, I don't like saying it. But like you just think of the TV shows like Queer's Folk and stuff and it, it's totally fine to say. But I, I get, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but I get that. But you know, I, I, I don't think I have a problem with it, but, but I get, I understand. I, I, I get it. But trans people, in the past, or people that are not just trans, pardon me, because we say that gender, gender non-conforming nowadays, you know, because it's not just about the fact that you go from one spe- end of the spectrum from male to female, female to male, but you lie somewhere in the middle and you might not believe that, you might not feel like you are on the spectrum or you might think it fluctuates. So it's across the entire sort of spectrum, I would say, right? We, I think as gay people, me as a human being should stand up for other people's human rights for their right to exist and live a life that is, you know, happy and loving. And whether we are the same or not in that respect, I think as people, we need to just stand up for each other in that respect. It reminds me of that poem by Martin Neil Muller. 
first they came. It's first they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I am not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they come for me and there was no one left to speak for me. Where did you hear that? I just remember it. I remember it years ago. Um, and it's similar. So it's came, come from the same thing. It's like when you look back at history and look at all the persecution that's happened and there's people stood up and people didn't and people shy away and people turn a blind eye. At some point, unless, and again, I'm going to say it, straight white males, unless you're a straight white male, at some point in history, you've felt persecuted against. And it's just, it just makes me think of that. So you can't get together and help fellow humans have equal rights and take a hard look at yourself. Why? Because why do, exactly, why does it affect you in that respect? But then it's, it's, you know, it goes on to that point that we've spoken about where, you know, some people are saying like their rights have been taken away as, you know, cisgender sort of heteronormative sort of males and stuff like that. But actually it's not that they've been taken away. It's the fact the opportunities are now available to other people. And that's where you might feel threatened in some way. But I remember seeing a video the other week about women's rights, actually, because we were talking about, um, oh, what did, I need to remember the episodes. We <laughs> <laughs> were talking about women's rights. Um, and I think it had to do with abuse. And there was a video of a man saying it will take for this to, you know, to really not matter, but to take movements over the edge. It will take those that aren't part of the community. It will take men to help support women in their fight for, you know, against sexual abuse and things like that. For the Me, the Me Too movement to be effective, it just can't have, have women. No. You know, you need men and people who aren't perverts. But I just want to talk about that, especially because, you know, Donald Trump just yesterday had said that he is trying to protect everyone. That's why Donald, he's it, because he's trying to protect everyone. Donald Trump, oh my God. I, I made a reference to Donald Trump today, um, which links into my story, but we'll talk about it in a minute. What I was just thinking there is, there was a time when I was a student in university and I was working in the cinema. This is, well, we're going back, God, how many years, time. So many years. Um, the, there was a kid who came into the cinema and there was a group of us on. There was about, uh, probably 10 of us on because you go in and clean screens, large number. Uh, and we were sort of quiet and there was a trans woman came. And at this point, I had recently come out as gay. I don't know sure if everyone in cinema knew, but the other, some of the other guys I worked with started taking the piss out of this trans woman. Not to your face, behind, behind the back. Not that there's a right or wrong way to do it. Um, and it just made me so angry. And I was like, do you know, I told them off. And I was like, guys, do you, can you imagine how brave that person has to be to go out like that, knowing that people like you, idiots like you, are judging them and making them and mocking fun of them? You know, give them some respect. So I did a little bit to help. And that's what people can do. They can stand out if they see stuff like this. They can go vote in the States and make sure that you're not voting in a party that's out there actively denying people human rights. Um, speak up. I don't know if that's relevant or not, but I just thought it reminded me of that and what people can do. No, I think so. I think you need to make people aware that people are actually people in those situations. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's difficult to say... If you were a part of this trans community, there are some people that have what would be seen or have, you know, if they're not 
if they're pre-op, for example, if they choose to have operations or, you know, their features, they may have strong masculine features and then may not present as well. And I know there's a word that some people in the trans community called use as in passing. Can you pass? And it's okay maybe if you're smaller, petite to male, or, you know, you're smaller, slight frame, softer features, where it's almost, I guess, like a, you know, you're proud of the fact that people can't tell whether you were, um, you have changed your gender in some way, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And those that weren't, don't have the same opportunity to access, aren't able to pass as easily, then, you know, it makes it even more difficult. And for this individual, you know, and it's good that you say those things. It's important for people to say, you know, just remember that these are people. We can all take it for granted, absolutely, isn't it? Exactly. We are all, you know, and that's bullying regardless of what you do. I'd like to say that we should be paving the change now so that kids growing up and when they get to their, their adults in 20 years' time, they don't have half the problems that we're going through socially. Like, I'm forever grateful for all the LGBT activists in times gone by who've made it a lot easier for me today. I know I paddle on about same-sex marriage, which to me is a big one. So I, you know, hopefully want to get married one day. It's on the, on the scheme of things, it's a lot less important than what people back then were fighting for, just the right to exist. And the fact that that's almost moving backwards in the US is just Ugh. beyond me. And that's what I really want to talk about and just sort of just mention because... No, it's a good one. It's quite, well, it's in, I think it's incredibly relevant nowadays and it's obviously just happened. We're recording now on a Monday, but this was only last week, sort of Thursday time. Yeah. You know, and um, I think it is our duty to, to stand up for human rights in that respect. Yeah. Even definitely. in those small parts, as you say. And nobody, nobody I'd hope nobody listened to this would disagree in the sense of all humans deserve equal rights. You know, we can try to understand, although there's no reason why people need to understand other people's stories the entirety, the entire time, you know? You don't have to. You just need to understand that people deserve equal rights. Mm, Exactly. You don't don't need to understand their backstory, their blood type, when they last had a shit. You don't have to, that's, that's not your business. Focus on what is fundamental for everyone the right to exist and get along with your day without feeling persecuted Be nice. oh my god yeah. so angry it is it's a bit much it is really bad yeah. it's a good topic though Matt well that's my bit then oh well that's a good one thanks Matt thanks no for worries. What you got to say, boo? Well, I'm going to talk about something very relevant to you. Blackface. You talking about my blackface? Well, you've got a blackface. Well, okay. How would, how would you feel if I decided to black my face up so I could look more like you? What? I want to just like black it up a bit. Are you joking? No, I'm asking you, what would you say? What would you say if I blacked up my face a bit? And then what, started acting black as well then? (laughs) I think I'm sassy enough. (laughs) um, So I don't know if you've seen the news, but basically, have you heard of Megyn Kelly? 
I have today. Oh, just okay. <laughs> well, Megan Kelly, who don't know, people who don't used to work for Fox, which is the Trump's TV show. Oh my God, Fox News is horrendous. Oh, the worst. But anyway, she left there and I think she joined some other network. And last week they're talking about inappropriate Halloween costumes. What? And the beast, sorry? I said right, pardon me. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you said why. I was gonna, well, it's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if you noticed it. So they're saying basically, Kent University here in the UK, Kent, um, their student union had released a statement saying that they have banned certain outfits. So they basically wanted to ban fancy dress outfits, which threaten other people's safe space and their rights. And these banned costumes for Halloween include cowboys, Native Americans, priests, Mexicans, Nazis, ISIS bombers, and Prophet Muhammad. To name a few. Oh, people dress up like this. What they, what, yeah, but what they said, what they said you can dress as is cartoon characters, letters of the alphabet, <laughs> <laughs> aliens, or cave people. Um, you, this is a student, you know, and I'm not saying either is right or wrong, but when you're a student, you you have crazy nights out, you have different themes, and the whole point of some of these things is to push it to the max to get the most LOLs. Um, I mean, when we were at uni, we had a Mexican theme day. We didn't think twice about it. It was sombreros and sangritas. Oh, no, what's it? Sangrias? Sangritas? The tequila drink. The, it's the cocktail. Sangrita. Margaritas. Margarita. <laughs> Sangria is the red wine. Uh, Sangritas it? are women. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. Anyway, we had that thing. We didn't think twice about it. So <laughs> the idea being to make students mindful of the choices and whether it could cause offence. So Megan Kelly got on this and she disagreed. And then she compared this type of stuff. Can I say to, you yes. Kent University in the UK? Yes. And they in America picked that up? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyway. So Megan Kelly picked this up and she was basically then going on to compare this to how the world is going PC crazy. Okay. And then she said that like back in her day, it was fine to put on black makeup and dress up as black people, you know, but today's society doesn't accept it. And, and she's then like she 47 years old, by the way. Yeah. She's 48. 48. And she's, she's, educated like she's a law degree she's not a silly person she can't sit and say i didn't know better she's smart she's clued in then she brought up the example um of do you know the real houses of real housewives of new york yeah and do you know the countess Luanne? the countess you say yeah i think that's what she's called the countess Luanne. oh no no i only watched the real housewives of atlanta Oh, okay. Well, in the New York series or the franchise, Luanne dresses up last Halloween, I think it was, as Deanna Ross. And she darkened her skin. She white. She darkened her skin. And I don't know, but it looked like she exaggerated her lips a bit. I don't know. I don't know. In the shitty picture I seen, it looked like it. I don't know. I'm not saying she did. 
I'm not saying she didn't. I don't know. So basically, I was having this conversation with somebody recently and they can't understand why blackface is wrong. In their head, if they want to dress up as Stevie Wonder and Whitney Houston <laughs> or whoever, if they don't put on the black makeup, then it's not the full outfit. Oh my God. Right. Oh my days. Swear, swear to God, this is, yeah. And I was arguing with them, trying to explain that, and they even went on to say, is it not racist to say I can't do that because I'm white? And I'm like, okay, well, no. No, 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 no. Just because you're white doesn't give you the right to dress up as somebody black. And to sit and say that you're being persecuted against for not being able to do that is massively ignorant because <laughs> you're overlooking the years and decades and centuries of persecution that black people went through. So for those who don't know about why it's wrong to dress up in blackface for Halloween or for shits and giggles at any other time of the year, here's the reason. It's, blackface is a throwback to the early 19th century where white performers would play slaves and free black people in their minstrel shows. So the whole point of those acts that the white people dress up as white people um, was to provide entertainment at the expense of the black people. Um, as often the characters they were playing were degrading and dehumanizing. They were just pretty nasty stereotypes. And examples of that would be like a big, bulky, aggressive black man who has a lusty eye for white women or like the free slave who's trying to better himself in society, but he can't, um, he can't say his words right. Do you know what I mean? It was all pretty negative and nasty stuff, especially given the context of when it was written. So essentially, these performances demeaned black people and also desensitized white people to the horrors of slavery. And that's why people shouldn't wear blackface. Um, today, it's still insulting. Um, I personally would class it, like put it in the category of like, there's no law to say you can't do it. So if you really want to do it and think it's okay to do it, go do it. But you have to deal with the consequences that come off the back of it. You're going to be deemed a racist. No, you may not think you're a racist, but it is racist to do this. Did you see the little video of someone in, on the tube? No. Oh, someone this year on the tube was being called out this weekend. Because uh, he, and not even, and part of it is also, I know it sounds ridiculous, but the colour of it. Someone used like charcoal black face and put an afro on and was imitating a black person. And someone on the tube had called him out on it and said it, that it's pretty much racist. And he was like, so? Um, and it went on Twitter. Yeah. They, but the thing is, if they got, I'm not saying this is the reason why they shouldn't do it, but I hope they get discovered, identified, and fired from their job. That's deep. Well, no, you can't just sit and do that. No. The, point I made, the point I made to this person, I was saying, but fancy dress, I was saying, look, if you wanted to dress up as uh, Stevie Wonder or Whitney Houston, and the crux of your outfit that means the only way people will understand who you are 
is if you blacken your skin, then you've got a pretty shit fancy dress outfit. I'm not saying don't go as Tina Turner or Stevie Wonder. Be the white Tina. Be white Stevie. It don't matter. You can't, you know, if the example I gave, which they then started to get, was if somebody is black and wanted to dress as Wonder Woman, they don't have to white their skin to look at Wonder Woman. That would be exactly the same problem. Yeah, that should not happen. You know, the argument then is, well, obviously Wonder Woman is fictional, but you could apply the same rule to any, if somebody wanted to dress as white Elton John, you know, Elton John has put some cookie outfits out there. If somebody, wanted, if, if somebody who's black came wearing a dress made out of meat and a blonde wig, we would get that as Lady Gaga. You don't have to whiten your skin to get that as Lady Gaga. Have you ever seen the Greek stars in their eyes? No. I'm going to send you the link now. Okay. Oh. And it is so bad. Oh my God. Um, so this woman, you know, stars in her eyes, right? Mm-hmm. She becomes Stevie Wonder. And mm-hmm. so she plays a blind person. She's completely black. And she comes out. Someone comes out and like holds her elbow, taking her downstairs as she was blind. But watch that video, and then we'll choose to okay. see if we can keep it or not. Well, I can't. I can't. It hasn't come through yet. But. Yeah, it hasn't sent on WhatsApp just yet. So, so was, anyway. But anyway, that's all I want to talk about. Is I have a question. Mm-hmm. So as I was just looking at this blackface thing as well today, because <clears throat> I said I would. Um, someone had posted a, their commentary, this, this woman, um, and she'd said something called like cyber blackface, right? She thinks it is. And she was like, do you think it is the same too? And it's, um, so nowadays, now we've got emojis and gifs, right? Mm-hmm. That express how we feel on, yeah. on, you know, WhatsApp and messaging and stuff. And then mm-hmm. she's like, consider like the fact that do you sometimes feel the need to use um, gifts with black people, people who are overly expressive a lot? Or use like, you know, black fist pumps and, you know, certain expressions? Because if you do, maybe consider, is this a form of that? Because it's not just that black people are the only ones that are overly expressive. Or is that the only perception that you have of them? And it made me think, because the other day someone had sent fist pump, one of my friends who's white, and it was like the darkest black hand. And I was like, whose hand is that? She was like, it's mine. And I didn't know, I was like, hmm. I didn't, just my natural inclination was like, I don't think I like that. I never thought about gifts. So you don't like if other people use black emojis when they're white? If you send me, a, like, a thumbs up mm-hmm. with a brown hand, mm-hmm. I would certainly question why. Okay. Why would you do that? I mean, I can't think of a time when I would. I'm not to say, like, I can't say I never have, but I don't know. Like, I, I honestly, I, I don't read that much into emojis. And if, I guess... If there's ever a time there where I was concerned that a friend might think I'm putting the wrong shade of skin color in the emoji, 
I would probably default to the yellow. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? And maybe not so much the gifts, but most certain uh, the emojis, but most certainly the gifts, isn't it? See, I quite, I'm quite a fan of gifts. I love gifts. I really love gifts now. Really do. Because, and there's the gift. Some of the gifts I use most often is the one where I can't remember what TV show it was called. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. No, I used no, tons no. from there. <laughs> the, this I, there's one I can't remember what she's called, but she looks at the camera and she kind of does a cheeky, like a haha look at me and walks away. And she's a black girl. The one with the bag on the runway. Yeah, yeah, and she's like she walks out the door. Oh no, I love that one. Yeah, oh. and she's like I'm back. I love that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I was just like. <laughs> It's just, she just like kicks the door open and she's like, I'm back. And then she like comes in. I, I fucking love that one. I'm not going to not ever use it because cause it sums up how I, like I did it once when I was like, uh, when I was flying back to London, I says, knock, knock London. And then put that as the gif as my post. I just, it was like me coming back into London. I just thought, I, didn't, I don't think I have to be black for that to be right for me to use. Because, you know, like, the perception of, like, black people are, like, sassy, right? And even you mm-hmm. said it earlier on, you were like, I'm already sassy enough, so you didn't need to... But that was it. You don't need to use a black thing because you're already sassy because black people equal sassy, right? But that so, might not be all the case. We might not always be, like, your sassy black friend. Because I get sassy a lot. People think I'm sassy. But you are sassy. It's true. I am sassy. And me and my friend... Uh, we take the piss because we'll watch something and we're like, I'm sister sassy. Because every time they put a black person on something, she's always got to be some, you know, black sister that's super sassy. And it was just interesting that, well, that's also part of perception. And maybe that's some sort of black facing. It's just something, I, I just thought it was interesting because people use gifts for that reason, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, and is it appropriate I, is now the question. I, I look. If there ever comes a day where me using a black gif is inappropriate, I'll just turn off my phone because... I'm not... What, you said about the particular one? No, I'm just saying, and if there ever comes a day that people are at the point where they're saying, as a white person, you can't use a black gif, I'm like, I'm just going to turn off social media now because I think the world is going a bit cray-cray that way. Hold on. Now we're going on to a new subject because that's ridiculous. Why? What you're saying is that there's something that you want to do and now as a society we're saying that that's not acceptable you're going to suddenly say now the world is going crazy because no. that's exactly the same thing about everything that we talk about including blackface because at one point it was acceptable and now you're saying that you can't use it but now we're saying now blackface is inappropriate and um, it's culturally culture from a history where it had really negative connotations Say in 15 mm-hmm. years' time, or the way that like, things progress now, it's more like three years' time or something, where now suddenly it's inappropriate to use these gifts. You're mm-hmm. saying now, at this point, that we've gone too far. Why is that a step too far? Well, no, the, the massive differences in what you're comparing here. Blackface yeah. is nothing like using... Well, first of all, blackface, for the reasons I just talked about, promoted inequality, and it's also desensitized white people to racism. They were humiliating, degrading, and dehumanizing. Somebody posting a sassy gif isn't to say, ha ha ha, look at this sassy black person, let's make fun of them. It's, it's embracing it and saying, this person is empowered. No, it isn't. It is. It's not empowering. What it's saying is, is, oh, I need to be sassy 
wait, black people are sassy. Let me put a black thing there. Oh, well, there's no, there's no difference. Express this over exaggeration that I couldn't possibly do in person. Let me post this big face of a black person with big old white eyes looking at that. No. Oh, come on. Nobody's saying there's a big old black person with big white eyes is the only thing that we're posting here. What I'm saying is there's no difference you doing that than you sitting saying, born old white people do this, born old white people do that. For years and years and years, people have picked on and stereotyped the Irish to be drunks. Irish that would also be bad. People, Irish people don't get up in arms about it. We're not here okay, sitting no, saying... This is stuff. No, no, no. No, no, you can't say that about the fact that because they're not up in arms about it, now suddenly you're being too sensitive. First, I was posting the question. But if suddenly, as a, you know, if a category, a subcategory, you as Irish people that suddenly say, you know what, it isn't inappropriate for us to be deemed as only drunk people and I think you should stop, then we should support that. But what you're saying now is like, oh, no, actually, now that's a step too far because you don't go up in arms. No, obviously, like I was saying before, the difference is the gift, there's no time in history where somebody's saying that somebody was murdered for being too sassy. It's still, and it might not just be sassy, by the way, but say if you use Irish people and drunk, Irish drunk people. Imagine if Cos- we're just posting. Let's about- forget about what's happening in three years' time. Do you personally think it's offensive that white people use black gifts? I'd never thought about it. I well, know that when are you because are, are you offended that people use black gifts? I'm not saying I should suddenly be offended, and I was just posing the question. But we kind of moved on from that when you were saying when you said, "I said if happens, every, then we're going crazy," because I think that is the mistake. Not that we shouldn't consider it, or that actually we should try and be more sensitive to other people, whether they should be offended by it or not. But if you're saying the moment that that happens, if someone's offended by that they're being too sensitive, then I think you're making a mistake. I know that, I know, I know for a fact that if you, and when people have sent me a black fist, even though they're not black, I find that strange. I find that really strange. Well, I don't know what to say because... Regardless of that, the, the reason why I'm getting frustrated is because if you say, if that happens... I'm getting on social media. That's behaving the exact same way of what we're just saying we shouldn't behave. I don't get it. If you're saying that people are becoming too sensitive, what you're saying is, is that suddenly transgender people are too sensitive because we're trying to take away their thing. No, they should just deal with what they're given. No, that's totally different there. because no, it's the same behavior. It's, no, yeah, it's same behavior, but you can't, you have to look at these things. Each and everything is an individual. You can't sit and brush the whole thing of one big brush but then you said that's what you said you said as soon as that happens i'm getting on social media i was saying if we get to the point where people are saying a white person can't use a black gift that's just beyond crazy and that's ridiculous saying that no what's ridiculous is saying a human doesn't deserve human rights because of what they identify that is crazy they're extremes they are extremes but they're the same thing well you can't compare extremes the total, the totally opposite. No, no. Your attitude towards it is the same. It's the same as blackface, oh. though, because we're talking about that. It's the same as blackface. She didn't think it was culturally inappropriate because twenty-five years, thirty years ago, that's what they did, and it was fine. Nowadays, we do it, and it's fine. In three years' time, someone might sit down on a panel and say it is not okay to send these gifts, and then you're going to be like, "No, that's ridiculous. That's too far." That's exactly what she said. 
on Twitter a minute ago. Megan Kelly. That's exactly no. what she said. No, yes. we're going too far. No. It's just for Halloween. It's the same thing. The difference is she has... She, she can look back. We're not saying that Megan Kelly grew up in a time where blackface was appropriate. When she was growing up, it was still inappropriate. She might have done it, but then she lived in a very white suburban, you know, this is my world, and it's incomparable. Early 19th century was when blackface, slavery isn't new. It wasn't happening when Megan Kelly was growing up. So she, made a, she has made this choice knowing history on the topic and still made the choice to say, this is, this is okay. Right now, I'm saying in the future, if we get there, I mean, for God's sake. It might be I, No, what I'm saying is, in the future, which I don't know what's going to happen, there could be a path that starts tomorrow, which totally leads down a legitimate way that says gifts are now all bad because of whatever reason. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I'm speculating that if we ever get to that point, right now, from where I'm looking at it, it seems crazy to say that Megyn Kelly is looking back at history and saying, this is all okay. And I think it's okay. There's a difference. There is not a difference. There's a clear difference. Nope. I do not accept that. Do you know what? I agree with Megyn Kelly now. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly <laughs> the statement that you said. It's, it's basically in line with her. You were the same. Totally different. Mm. We'll see what our listeners think, okay? Okay. I'm going to get all my black listeners. I don't even know if we have any. <laughs> I need to check myself. You do. I was just, it's, I just thought it was very interesting. Yeah. I personally think it's a step too far. I think it's worth considering. I've considered it. It's a step too far. I'm asking you loads of drunk Irish gifts. Oh my God, bear. Like, they're just going to come, come falling out all the time for no reason. It's, right. it's okay. Like, you know, you and the Potatoes just everywhere. Done it. Like, I'm over it. I don't mind. I love potatoes. I love alcohol. talk about reviews what Ooh, reviews oh i thought you said ref- refuse like rubbish no let's <laughs> talk about rubbish <laughs> so, what? Um, so somebody very kindly a listener in new zealand emailed us the other day what yep say that they had heard us say that they about our reviews and pointed out that he thinks Apple only let us see reviews in the country in which we're registered. So I put my old Google hat on and I did some research and it turns out it's true. Any reviews that we've been reading out have only been UK based. That is a travesty. You'd think that if you run something like this podcast, that you would get reviews from- A worldwide podcast, by the way. International, that you would get the reviews from all the countries together but no any review we've read out has been uk um, but we do have people around the world and luckily some people around the world have left us reviews so did you find them yes um so we have a few more not, that, not many you know but reviews nonetheless so our first one in ireland paul d potty um in ireland he gave us five stars said funny guys talking about life 
just listen to the first part and it's such a good show funny and insightful just two nice guys talking about today's going on looking forward to the next episode so that's nice little one thank you very much then we jump over to Canada we have Super Joker 86 and you know what I remember this guy messaged us this is the guy do you remember he went to his first pride parade uh, what was his name Super Joker 86 Super Joker 86 gave us five stars and said not as long as some other podcasts I don't know if that was Sheen or not um, but he was saying his first Canadian review while I'm definitely not the target audience for this show when it comes to views and opinions, I gave this show a chance and I'll be damned if it's if this budding podcast hasn't grown on me over the last seven episodes. Somehow, even though the recording quality has gotten worse and we did go through a dodgy patch, and I've also just realized that I haven't had my mic plugged in, so I don't know what I sound like this well, episode. The entire time? <laughs> the entire time. That's why I like... I pushed my mic back. I was like, oops, it's not plugged in. I was like, I Yeah, I was just like, I I'm going to buy a new mic with this payday. I'm going to buy a better one because I think my microphone's not great. I'm going to buy headphones with a mic. Um, anyway, back to the review. Uh, somehow, even though the recording quality has got worse, the quality of the conversations, the topics, and especially the banter between the sweaty Irish one and the English Ooh. one. Of the- <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> the sweaty Irish one and the English one with the high-pitched voice. Hala, sexy husky voice. <laughs> right here. Hi, pitch um, Such a dick. <laughs> it's true, it's high. Especially the banter between these two has gotten more entertaining. It's also pretty funny as well. I've caught myself laughing out loud too often in really embarrassing public places, like on my way to work, at funerals, sorry, Grandma, and whilst operating heavy machinery, sorry, Grandma, again. Um, I also learned the meaning of the word limerence, uh, how, are, how far an arm can go and, oh. how to, how, <laughs> and how to leave a note on the pillow before Tinder date. Five stars. It's now time to unsubscribe before I fall in love. Cheers. Well, he gives his name. Cheers, Alec. Well, thank you, Alex, for the... That's so the sweet. Review. And it's a bit a long review. <laughs> so, so much shade in that review. Those comedians <laughs> are... Uh, thank um, you very much. I really appreciate that review, actually. I like a good long review. It's, yeah, yeah, it was nice. fun. That was funny. Thank you for taking the time to do that. Oh, he was right. He was a joker, though. I'm not that sweaty. <laughs> My voice isn't that high. <laughs> Hello. Um, Mert. Then we're jumping over to New Zealand, where we have two little reviews. David R9528, give us five stars, saying, fun and thoughtful, great podcast, fun and enjoyable, yet deep in parts, great to listen to. So thanks very much, David, for that. Um, and then we have, uh, I think David there is the guy who emailed to point out that we're not getting all the reviews. Then we go to another guy called McCarn22, gave us five stars saying candid and funny. Great to have Bash, blah, 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 blah. Great to have Ash back on the interweb. Love the topics, very candid and funny. Hold on a second. Uh huh. Great to have Ashley back, back on the internet. Yeah. Mm, there's another person here. Mm, it's from he means from my previous porn days that were on the internet. <laughs> Good to have Ashley back on the internet. Oh my god! Not maybe he's like a YouTube. Maybe he followed your vlog. No, no one watched that. He did. He did watch it. This is a guy. I think he messaged me to say that he watched one of my videos about playing rugby. 
and it inspired him to go and join this local gay rugby team. Influencer. That's me. <laughs> so great to have Ash back on the interweb. Love the topics. Very candid and funny. The natural flair of personalities. Be good to get guest speaker, speakers in time. Totally agree. Thank you very much, McCarran 5 or McCarran 22 even. So then we go to the United States where uh -oh, um, we have a review from Mojo Mix 86 and he says awesome podcast finally caught up love this podcast you are both very funny and amazing I think you're both gorgeous but I will say that I have a crush on Ashley he is so dreamy heart got to stop. I will not be pushed out of existence okay <laughs> he said you're both gorgeous I you know I think you're nice in certain lights because I don't show up in all of them? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> when the lights are off. And... Oof. Oof. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Okay. And then we're jumping over to Australia. We have two reviews as well where we say, um, UK hit XXX, a jolly good laugh, five stars. Ash and Matt give entertaining chat on topics ranging from serious to hilarious. Definitely worth a listen. Thank you very much, UK Hit. Um, thank you very much also, previous on Mojo Mix 86 for that little review. Um, and then also, JL Oz gave us five stars saying casual, easy, and fun. Love it. And I really appreciate that you guys don't swear to be funny, which is nice. Or the reason why I enjoy doing this anyway is from our banter. I think we get on really well. From our sassiness. Well, not me, because I'm white and I can't. You're not allowed to be sassy. <laughs> I'm boring, I'm white. Okay, I get it. Um, that's a lot of reviews. My throat is so sore after. I need a rest. That's a lot of reviews. Thank you for everyone who left us a lovely review there. And um, Makes me feel so happy, those reviews, honestly. Yeah, they do. It's it's nice internationally, well, I was thinking, like, we didn't, well, before then, we didn't know where the reviews were coming from, but I know there's people there who said they'd left reviews. And I'd never seen them pop up, and I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, but there they are, hidden. Oh, that's internet. amazing. So thank you very much, everyone who listens everywhere in the world. They've made my week. Oh, it's only Monday. You feel really sad. No, it's all sad. Happy and emotional. What, the reviews? Yeah, honestly, it's really sweet. Why? Not sad. That was. Yeah. A, I don't know why I said sad. That's the complete You look like you're going to cry. I feel really emotional over those uh, reviews. I'm not upset. I'm happy. It's really sweet. And I think people are taking the time to do it. Um, and it's just nice because, you know, we're trying our best. To come every week, you know, and it does take a little bit of work, and I think it's really sweet. It is. It's, yeah, I think it's lovely that people, first of all, give up their time to listen, mm. and second of all, go to the extra effort and leaving us reviews and feedback and comments and likes. Um, it goes it goes a long way. It really um, does. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> okay. Back. Well, my throat my throat is sore after reading all that stuff. So you you can close down the podcast this time. Thank you everyone for listening to our wonderful, wonderful podcasts. Things like what you've just said about um, our podcast and the reviews will just keep us going and we'll keep working hard. And please keep listening and share it with your friends and we'll keep sharing your reviews and hopefully we can continue to have fun. So thank you very much for a wonderful day. Thanks everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.